Hello, everybody, and welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 180. I'm your host this week, John Luke Seipke. Uh At this point, I feel like I'm, I've, I've been the host three times in a row now. Ooh. At least. Can I get Can I get a shot? Can you get a shot? Give do me audition. Do you want to host it here? We'll run it back. Okay. No, 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 no. We'll run it back. No, 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 no. Play the music again. Play the music. We got to pay this guy if we're going to have him host. That's right. You know. Hey, welcome to GameSpot After Dark. It's your motherfucking boy coming to you live. That's that's as much energy as you're going to get out of me as well. Good thing we don't put this on YouTube anymore. Otherwise, you'd have to. I learned from Jan being on the Bombcast. He's like, okay, good. You said. You said a curse word at one minute and 20 seconds. We're clear. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was like that. It's shit. Y'all need to tell oh, me yeah. about that About that shit. Come on now. But also, this is not live, sadly. Facts. Yeah, I can edit it. I can do whatever I want. Damn. Mm. Give me give me one of those uh, those old Xbox Live voice uh, voice masks. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Now I'm just thinking about Xbox Live. Okay, all right. Thinking yeah. about Xbox Live. Yo, yo, you good? You, you good, man? <laughs> the better days. You look, like, you look like you're struggling over there. I know this is audio only, but... I know, I know. But, dude, you remember the days when, like, it was, you wouldn't get, like, a text message or, like, you would get someone, like, sending you, like, a voice message telling you, like, how much you oh, suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. I lived for those. I love those. Those ones, are too. amazing. I have a lot of messages about my is, mom. Is my voice was pretty high pitched as a kid, as oh, it usually is. So I'm whenever sure. I try to like clap back at people, they just be like, "Shut up, fucking kid!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, "Like, God dang it, I sound like oh, a no, sound like a baby." Alone. Exactly, <laughs> oh, baby Jake. Uh, anyway, this is a podcast. We have some people on it. Joining me, uh, that uh, voice you heard over there was Michael Hyam. Hey. At this point, just a regular member of this podcast. Big fan. Listen, I'm a big fan. This is the fourth episode in a row, I think. Fourth week in a row. Wow. Fourth? Which is, wow. I think, yeah, which is a new record, even going back to the days we first started the podcast. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Damn. All right. Good to have you. As always, um, of course, joined by Jake. Hello. Hi. Yeah, hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Well, I mean, the, the we we've got a published author on this. Uh, <gasps> oh, we do right this podcast. Oh, right? oh, me. Yeah, <laughs> published yet? <laughs> Soon to be published. Yeah. Oh, the deal's Soon in place. Soon to be. Yeah. Um, I've written it. That's good. Hi, I'm Lucy James, author. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot about that. I also didn't know we were announcing it today. Oh, if you missed my tweets, I wrote a comic book story that's getting published. In an upcoming anthology, damn, that's called, really cool. Thank you. It's called Doxing Match, and it's probably the only time I will ever be interested in the metaverse. Is because it's a fun story where people oh. go inside the internet. Whoa, dude! I didn't even know you were working on this. I just saw the the your yeah. tweet today, and I was like, dang! How, how I, honestly? How do you have time? Because <laughs> I wrote it a year ago. Oh, <laughs> and, okay. Like, okay. and the thing is, is that Callie said the same thing. She was like, I didn't even know you do this, and I was like. Oh, I thought I told people, but I guess I didn't. But no, we wrote it. Uh, well, I wrote it a year ago. And then obviously it takes a lot of time to get the artist in place, get the artwork mm. done. It's in final script revision right now. And then it gets published. And hopefully people like it and that it's not shit. And that American immigration take a look at it and go, yes, she's allowed to be here. Because she wrote a story <laughs> that got published. <laughs> Well, I took a video game writing class with you, Lucy, and I yeah, know you're you're a pretty good writer, so I think oh. I don't think you got much to worry about. To oh. be fair, we me and you had a hell of a time on that course. It was really fun, don't get me wrong. It was fun. But Jake yeah. but Jake and I were just like 
uh, this is an audio <laughs> podcast, but we were very good at it. Let's just say <laughs> it, it was <laughs> also it was also because really we played too many fucking games. <laughs> It was weird to talk to you about homework. It was like, oh, shit, yes. what's the homework for this week? I was like, <laughs> oh. I haven't done this in years. Oh, was it an in-person class or was it uh, No, it was online? like at the, no. it was around the pandemic time, I uh, think. Like, I, I don't even, you found it and you told me about it. And I was like, all right, yeah. that sounds fun. And then oh. Tamor did it a, a semester after us. <laughs> like, it was, But I felt really bad because like, I think that me and you had a great time because it was like, you know, doing it together. And yeah. then Tam was just doing it by himself, yeah. like taking summer <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> I would have joined Tam. I should. Tam should have told me. Hey, let's let's do it. Yeah. I kind of yeah. want to. Oh, you want to do it together? Yeah, hey, oh, okay. We'll UCLA class. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah, I got UCLA. turned down from UCLA about three or four times. Got but you know what? Him. I was like, sign me up, and then I, you yeah, know, won't turn me ass. down for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Let's, let's do, do it. That. Okay. Yeah. I need. I need. I need some extra. Extracurricular. I need some things to put on. Oh, I have. Listen. I, I struggle keeping my resume to one page, but uh, <laughs> I could fit in a video game writing class into that thing and uh, expand my horizons. You know what I'm um, saying? What was kind of cool about it is that we actually did make games. I mean, very yeah. simple games made right. with uh, that that visual Twine. novel. Renpy. We made some of Tine in Renpy, which is like a very simple Ooh, yeah. visual okay. novel. Yeah, so so what Doki Doki is made in. Doki yeah. Doki Literature Club was made. Yeah. So learning learning how to use those tools, I think, is act legitimately like something I need to yeah, yeah. get into. Yeah. I mean, you know, in AAA studios probably aren't. I mean, they might use Twine actually to like map out sure. different different routes and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Um, but friend of but mine, yeah, friend of mine cool. is writing on um, the Star Wars Jedi, and I think he uses Unreal a lot. So and and I did mm. download Unreal just because obviously everything is made in Unreal these days, and I was like. Hmm, this might be above me. I don't think wow. I know how this works. <laughs> I, I did fuck with RPG Maker for a bit. Yeah, I've always wanted to. I bought it. It's it is complex though. Yeah, yeah. You, you look at you look at stuff made on RPG Maker. And you look you look at it and you're like, damn, I could I could I could take a crack at that. And I started messing with the tools. I'm like, ah, I really can't. Yeah, you gotta no. you gotta learn how to do those things. So yeah, I think that there is an old. Uh... Yeah, I think it was just called Video Game Maker, and it was basically like, so oh, sure, yeah. like free download, flash thing, mm -hmm. uh, where I'd be like, yeah, I'd like take a Mario character, but then like, you know, use that as like a base and then like repaint mm -hmm. over it and then like make something cool, kind of use yeah. it as like an influence. I remember doing that, made like a, a like a fake Galaga kind of game. Oh, sick. Like a class in high school. That was cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. In, hi in high school, we used a, like, I forgot what the tool is called, but it's is a, like a GIF creator. So it yeah, was just, it, yeah. yeah, it's just yes. like a sequence of, Slides and exactly. Then you, yes. So I made a point and click adventure yes. uh, using paint and this gift. Like every screen that I made for the game was made in paint. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it, it, back then I was kind of like, oh, okay, you go to this place, you pick up an AK, and then you get a, you get ambushed by dudes, and then you got to click on the. It was. <laughs> I was like, yo, I made a fucking game though. <laughs> My teacher's like, damn, you got an imagination, bro. Gonna send this to Gamespot. <laughs> no. Get this, get this reviewed. Yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're also here to talk about video games that we did not make. That we did not make. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about some games? Should we talk about the big one, the one that we brought you on here for, Michael? Oh, do we want to start off with that? Sure. Yeah, Hot embargo. Hot embargo just dropped. You can uh, yeah. check out the review on uh, video game. Hit video game website gamespot.com, and you watch the video review, which Lucy lent her. Uh, her voice did for. I pronounce it right? Did I pronounce everything uh, right? I was you know, in. 
I can do it again. I, was, I can do the voice again. Oh, I've no, been no, no, playing no. as well, but I'm, I always just second guess myself with stuff. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. John Luke is uh, is cutting it or has cut it by the mm-hmm. time this goes out, and I think there is a moment where my brain just breaks down as I'm trying uh-huh. to pronounce some stuff, just because that I just have such a disconnect between what I see and what I say these days because I have so much brain mm-hmm. fog that I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, I yeah, need I put to- a lot. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I put a lot. Of, I put a lot of Japanese words and a lot of Japanese names in my review. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not gonna be doing the VO for this." No. Good luck, y'all. But uh, yeah, there yeah. there was one where you you said a name wrong, and I was like getting ready to type type in Slack, but then immediately you were like, "Oh wait, that's not correct," and then you said it right. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. all right, we're good." Yeah. Got to put. Gotta so as put long some as long as I didn't miss any. Yeah, I think you'd be all right. So it's is all it good? good? It's great. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's an eight yeah. out of ten on GameSpot. Um, Yakuza Ishin, or sorry, like a dragon Ishin. I'm still getting used to Me calling too. the series like a dragon. Yeah, is that know. is that just the thing going forward now? Yeah, yep. it's just gonna be. Uh, why? I think I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just like kind of a rebranding thing to separate itself from. You know, like they've the had Nagoshi sort of run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like. You know, when you start labeling, well, I mean, the next game, mainline game is called Like a Dragon Eight, which is weird. Which is weird. It's kind of like I thought you were trying to. I thought you were trying to break yeah, away yeah, from. Yeah, and then the last one was just called <laughs> Yakuza was Like just a Dragon. Called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah. It's, so oh I thought, man, it's like 1999 with Square all over again. Like, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like a way to usher in the new era, and I think they're not getting away from Yakuza stories because that's always going to be like the Yakuza, like the gangs and shit, are always mm-hmm. going to be part of those stories, but maybe, just, you know, give themselves room to yeah. be a little bit more than just what the name like is. Like a dragon always kind of made more sense as a title, because it's like, it's not always just about the Yakuza, yeah, you know? Yeah. Kind of like a, roughly what the what the name RGG translates to. Yes. So, uh, But yeah, Yakuza Ishin is, uh, I mean, we, we talked about it for, for the preview. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. That it is kind of a period piece, like, let's take all the people and faces and voices you know from the previous Yakuza games and put them in Edo uh, Edo era Edo period Japan to tell this historical story, and it's uh yeah it's been a long time coming because you know we always ask the localization team like where's Ishin where's Ishin like became a meme I know that they thought that shit was annoying, <laughs> um but yeah it's finally here it's nice to have it I mean first off the game feels like the one thing I say in my review is that the game feels very dated because yeah, yeah if uh, folks don't know this is kind of it's using Unreal Engine 4, but it's built off the bones of Yakuza 0 and Kiwami 1. So it's not the updated, most uh, most flashy thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they moved to the Dragon Engine for Yakuza Kiwami 2, Yakuza 6, Judgment, Lost Judgment. So especially coming off Lost Judgment uh, from, damn, two years ago at this point. That was like the best brawler-based combat that they the series has, like any RGG games ever had. Mm-hmm. And I was really impressed by that. I was like one of the more impressive parts of, uh, and I like I like Judgment's combat. So going back to like Ishin, I like the stances, the different stances you do, and the way uh, like sword duels play out because mm-hmm. it feels a little bit more tactical, like a Ghost of Tsushima or something like that. It still has the over the top heat moves and all the ridiculous bullshit that you love, uh, but I did really like the one on one boss fights where it's like yeah. I'm, I'm dodging and parrying right at the right time, and mm-hmm. I'm slashing with my sword, doing combos and things like that. So it feels good in that sense. But I feel like everything else around it, it's like, oh, this is this is definitely old. This feels old. Um, the cutscenes, though, like the prestige level cutscenes, the, the custom made cutscenes and stuff, that stuff looks still looks fucking incredible, though. The, oh yeah, uh, those things are still impressive to this day. Like, again, 
RGG has made 10 of these fucking games. And <laughs> I'm still blown away uh, by the way they're able to, uh, like the cap, the motion capture that they do and the, the fidelity in, pu- in characters' faces mm-hmm. and the way like little expressions uh, say a lot about what the character's feeling and trying to say. Uh, and of course, like returning voice cast. So all the, all the voices that you've recognized from the previous games are here again. So uh, one of the, my favorite things about Ishin is that even though all these character models have new names and they're taking, they're actually, they're taking on roles from actual uh, people in J- Japanese history. Like mm-hmm. these are real names. Of course, they they play fast and loose with the history that they're trying to tell. Uh, and that's, you know, it's, it's a video game and they're trying to do some ridiculous bullshit. These are all actual figures in Japanese history. Uh, so it's weird have, seeing like Saijima and Majima with like different names. <laughs> to the we're po- talking, <laughs> yeah. talking earlier, I was like, I just call them by their, their yeah, original yeah. names. <laughs> like, oh, remember like Majima fights you in this one scene or whatever? Like, oh, that shit was dope. Uh, and like Saijima is like, that's your boy and he's got, got your back. Um, the thing I liked is that playing through the game, all of these personalities are consistent with the way they were in the original games. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, you didn't, you don't necessarily, maybe this is a, a tough thing for those who maybe haven't played a million Yakuza games, but for me, playing through it, it, it felt really, really comforting that when I saw Saijima, I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to get out of him. And it's like, yes, that's my mm-hmm. boy. And he acts, his character acts just the same way as he did in the mainline games. And uh, it was just really cool to see how they shift those pieces around. Um, so, yeah, and it's, uh, they do, Yakuza does what Yakuza does best. And that's like the melodramatic storytelling, which I think is the highlight uh, I mentioned in my review. And it, it really, it, it's, it takes a little while to pick up. The first half isn't the most exciting thing, but there's a there is a chapter in which I was like, oh, okay, we're kicking things up a notch because they mm-hmm. spend a lot of time setting things up, yeah. trying to make sure that the player understands kind of the period that they're playing in and some of the Japanese history and the the political dynamics because this is ver- like that era in Japan was wild. Um, like there's a lot of political factions, alliances, betrayals, things like that. Um, and there was like the transitional period before they uh, became more modernized. Uh, so before the Meiji Restoration, in the late 19th century, um, this was kind of like their like the some of the dynamics with like Western world coming in to uh, break Japan away from their isolationist politics and things like that. Um, it's a very interesting dynamic, and they play again. They play fast and loose with that history, but it is it is fascinating how they're able to tell a different kind of story, but at the same time. Because like political factions in this game function exactly like gangs and like different families in the Yakuza. It's yes. like it's the same. It's a kind very of shit. natural fit. I get why they Absolutely. picked that period. Yeah. <laughs> it all just works extremely well. Yeah, you just swap these like now it's about politics and the future of the country rather than like who's running like all of the all the clubs in casino or like all the clubs and bars in Camarocho. Uh, so the stakes feel higher. The stakes feel like they they have more weight behind them mm-hmm. uh, when they are trying to fight for power. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's one of the more fascinating stories in the Yakuza franchise. And I think that's what really, uh, really gripped me mm-hmm. up until the end. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. I mean, I do mention this in my review too, is that uh, I think... I want folks to understand like that era of Japanese history because I think that something like Ghost of Tsushima very much glorifies and romanticizes the era of the samurai. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. I get like why that's such an attractive thing to do. Uh, but I like Yakuza does touch uh, Ishin does touch on these things a little bit in a way that's like, ah, eh, we're not gonna we're not even gonna like go there with this. We're just gonna stick to the the character driven drama of this. But 
I, like people need to understand that the like samurai are not the yeah. most, they're not like these these honorable uh, warriors that uh, like everyone kind of like the the tropes feed into. Yeah, I, I think the uh, intro of the game actually like does a really good job yeah. of establishing that where they kind of introduce mm. like um, the main character's hometown and yeah. how. Um, there are these like two samurai who uh like the, the town smoke are all just like terrified of and yeah. they start like kind of uh picking on and abusing this one uh woman who's like didn't bow for them essentially yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like very clearly gets to like yep nope these are just samurai could be bad people who are just abusing <laughs> yeah. their power and like yeah. not necessarily like obviously like you know everyone's different some could be good some could be bad but yeah. it's not this like yeah, romanticized view of yeah. the samurai. Yeah, and so so I, I definitely like it for that. There there's some moments where I'm kind of like, ah, all right, like uh, they're very patriotic. Like we're gonna we're gonna steer the future of Japan and Japan. Sure, gonna, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. But I I think even in those moments, it fits what the characters are fighting for. It fits the themes of the story that it's being told. So it doesn't. It it never feels like oh this is. This is samurai propaganda or anything like that. No, it just kind of <laughs> feels more like because I think Yakuza just always comes from a more. Uh, all the characters are very earnest. Yeah. And I think it's just kind of like that energy about it. Like yeah, yeah. Th there is an interesting side quest where um, it's like this foreigner guy who uh, just like loves Japan. He's like, I just love your country. And I just, I wanted to come to the, your country. Is it uh, the guy who buys you drinks? Mm, no, he had like a mustache. Okay. Um, okay. And, and, and so he's just like, I love, I love Japan. And they're like, Hey man, you gotta be careful. There's this like anti-foreigner group going around murdering people. And then like, mm, yeah, he, yeah, I know like they, they try to attack him and it's, they play it very comical where he's just like, Hey fellow, you know, like, <laughs> hi, how's it going? And, and has no idea. Like they're about to kill him and then you have to like stop him. But they, they kind of frame it more as just like, um, you know, like, Oh, like he's, he's just like, no man, like I just, I, I love your country so much and I want to help you all out. And, and like, uh, like a part of me was sort of like, well, I mean, like, eh, like I, I kind of get the other people's perspectives yeah. of like Forders can yeah. be no good, yeah. but it's good. they got they got weebs back in the 19th century. Yeah, <laughs> but, but also I was like, well, the way they're framing it, like the guy is clearly like is a good-hearted person who means well. So like, it, it, but it, I, I was like, mm, felt yeah. conflicted a little bit about oh, that one. But yeah. but I get what the game is trying to do. Yeah. I think it's just more that like the characters are very earnest. Yeah, absolutely. And like like I said. This game is very much a Yakuza game, like straight up. They just change the setting uh, and the different dynamics in the story, and it, fit, it fits really well. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm really happy that it exists because yeah, this is one of those. Like, I mean, <laughs> I would like to see Kenzon at some point, but like having this is, uh, it's fucking cool, man. Like, damn, uh, very happy with. So if you if y'all like Yakuza and you don't you don't mind playing an older kind of era of Yakuza games. This is this is this is a layup, bro. And like mm -hmm. all this, the, some of the side stuff. Uh, I think karaoke. Oh my god, karaoke. That's so my good. shit. Uh, the mm -hmm. dan fan dancing mini game is a little tough. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's designed well. But I. I love. It's I, fun. I love playing it. I played through all that shit. I made sure I got perfect combos and all them things. Um, yeah, and like the farming, the farming stuff, uh, the farming, cooking, and uh, deliveries and fishing. All like the ecosystem of like food related stuff mm -hmm. in this game. I really liked a lot. So okay, I spent a ton of time farming and shit. yeah me too yeah uh <laughs> that's so good also i love how in that whole storyline is uh because everyone's like oh i'm majima but my real my name is soji or whatever right and yeah. then like you meet uh the game's version oh. of haruka and <laughs> she's just called haruka and it's just haruka and, yeah like, <laughs> she just shows up in this game and i'm like, like oh, oh okay i'm haruka i got this house my parents are dead 
I'm gonna call you uncle now. And then Kiryu's kind of like, listen, I'll buy the house so you don't got any more debt. I'll live here, I'll leave you alone, we're all good. And then they just- He just wants to crash on her couch. Yeah, and then they just end up forming like the same like adopted daughter bond that yeah. you see in the main games. It's kind of weird the way it's like detached from the main story, so it's- 100%. It feels a little forced, but at the same time kind of like, like, ah, yeah, whatever, it's, it's cute. fucking, it's fucking yeah. Yakuza. Like, so. Yeah, I, I like that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a uh, go read my review on GameSpot.com. Uh, check out the video review on YouTube and on the site, voiced yep. by Lucy James, cut by Jean-Luc Seipke. Uh, if you want to know more about Yakuza Ishin, finally, we got that thing. Cool. Out there. Yep. I just got, we got another Yakuza game this year. Uh, like, like a Dragon, dragon Gaiden. Yep. Like you, a Dragon Gaiden. The man who erased his name. Oh, that's right. I forgot there was a fucking other half. Subtile. Yeah. I love it. Them motherfuckers love subtitles. The most exciting thing about that game, they're bringing back the Cabaret Club minigame. Yes, for it. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. Oh, God. There goes 50 hours of my life again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you to play through the rest of the series, Lucy. Come on now. I know. I'm I'm getting there. I did put Kiwami on my Steam Deck and I've been playing it as I've been traveling. Ooh, Kiwami 1? Very slowly. <laughs> yeah, 1. Oh, sure. Okay. I've heard uh, those games run pretty well on Steam Deck, too. Yes, A couple sir. people I, I know really have been do. playing yeah. through them on Steam Deck and yeah. I have... Probably all of them on Steam just through Steam being Steam. So yeah. I do that too. I did play about like uh, roughly half of Ishin on Steam Deck. Oh, wow. And mm. yeah, works perfectly fine. Uh, cool. Lu- Lucy, I know you've been playing Ishin too. Mm. Are you able to like still enjoy it quite a bit despite not being a Yakuza uh, super fan who knows? Sicko, know, like us. Yeah, <laughs> sicko, <laughs> no, I guess. The so I, I mean, I absolutely rinsed Yakuza 0 and like a dragon, or 7, I guess. Um, and so I can definitely pick up the pieces. I, I still absolutely love it. Um, it feels very Yakuza, uh, like Michael said. The yes, thing ma'am. that is getting me is that, like, it's very, very strange to go from turn-based back to brawler, especially because, uh, my repetitive strain injury has been really oh, bad man. recently. Yeah, so I've just, sorry. I've just, I just knocked the difficulty down and I'm just like... Because, you know, it's not necessarily why I play Yakuza games. I play for the melodrama, for the characters and the ridiculous stuff. Um, so for me, it's it's great. I love it. I am not at the house yet, but I'm very excited to get my uh, Animal Crossing on. Yeah. Cooking Mama and Animal Crossing vibes, if you want that. Finally. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. So. Sick. Yeah. Yakuza, uh, like, like a Dragon Ishin. Uh, what was I say? Whoa. I guess I don't have anything else to say about it. No. I have a question for you. So, I read your review. I think I might be paraphrasing, but at one point you mentioned that a lot of the surprises don't hit as hard just because you're pretty familiar with like the Yakuza. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I might oh, be yeah. I might be misframing it a little bit. A little bit. But, but I, yeah. I one thing I'm curious about with like two Yakuza games coming out this year, yeah. you know, playing through 10 of them as you said. <laughs> yeah. Do you see like Yakuza fatigue setting in? Not to know. get that's a good no, that's a good question. Yeah. Not to get dour on and I'm just kind of mm-hmm. curious cuz like uh, like like I I feel fatigue on almost every series that just kind of yeah. that kind of, you know, sure. rinses them out, but I'm I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good that's a good question. I do mention in my review that um uh I don't necessarily uh, frame it uh, as a, a negative per se, but like to set expectations to be like listen, like I've played like I could see like before a chapter happens, I'm like, oh, OK, I bet that this guy is going to betray me on this yes, chapter. Yes. And after that, it's going to change my relationship with this character. And I'm going to fight that character for this reason. Abs- and I was like, <laughs> I fucking knew yeah, it. <laughs> I absolutely know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like ask Georgia every time we play a Yakuza game, <laughs> I will always guess the twist like four chapters yep. before. And I've already uh, I haven't finished it yet, but 
there are a couple twists that I was like, I bet that's going to be that twist and that's going to be that twist. So I'm like, wait to see if I'm ready yeah, again. Yeah. But yeah, you no. kinda, yeah, it's more like, it's not fatigue. It's just more like familiarity. Yeah, you mm-hmm. kind of know like the way yeah. they write their stories and their little like yeah. plot beats. And you can, I don't know, you, you start to see the holes of like, hmm, interesting that like this this character could kind of fit really neatly into yeah. this particular twist if they yeah, wanted to. Yeah, and, uh, they do yeah definitely. Yeah. Trust I, no I think there's something, there's something too to be said about like, like, like you said it yourself. I mean, one of the reasons you all return to Yakuza is because of the writing and the story and the characters, not really the gameplay. And I feel like a lot of those games that kind of suffer from that fatigue are games that just have these same gameplay loops that you've been doing yeah. over and over again. And, yeah. and it sounds like Yakuza does have that to some extent, but mm-hmm. like it feels like since so much of that is anchored in the story, some of the ridiculous side things, it may be able to circumvent some of the yeah, um, fatigue. And, and, yeah, and uh, I think it's also because... No one else makes games like the Yakuza series. That's true. So like, it's not like a Call of Duty where it's like there's Call of Duty and then there's a million other, other shooters, shooters you yeah, can play. It's like no one does games. like So when a new Yakuza game comes out like at least like once every year or Couple so, years, yeah. I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm back. I'm ready yeah. to get back into yeah. it. So, um, and I think for Ishin too, the way they play with actual history, I think is like kind of the kicker that yeah. kind of uh, gives it a leg up rather than being another Yakuza story. It's like, okay, now we're going to play with history. Cause like even afterwards I was like, I'm interested to learn more about what's going on here and what right. the dynamics were and you know, the way in which they play yeah. with all those different variables. So it is, it is an interesting twist. And, uh, and like for like a dragon with the RPG gameplay, I think having the party dynamic really changed the way they told that story. So there's yeah. still, there's still, like that core that is very familiar, but they're still like, okay, but we have this on top of it. That's just enough to mm-hmm. to rope me back in and be like, ah, y'all did it again. Hell right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Yakuza game will add like that thing that like kind of makes it stand out. Like yeah. in, I remember like four and five, it's like the multiple characters yeah. and like, you know, really shifts it up. And yeah, like uh, like Dragon, like you said, the the RPG systems or just like Ichiban. Yeah. Just oh. having such a different flavor yeah. from Kiryu. So, yeah, just, yeah. So um, still not fatigued quite yet. Nope. Um, but ask me, uh, ask me after Like a Dragon Eight comes out, because damn, they got a lot of games coming out. RGG is oh, putting yeah. in work. Anything else, Michael? You've been playing? You've been checking out? <sighs> Metroid Prime, brother. Let me tell you about. Okay, I was. I mean, we I was, talked. Uh, we talked a lot about it last, last week. week. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will mention one thing. I, I mentioned that Jake was. I was on a. I was in an, on an aeroplane flying between places doing business, and I was playing. Metro Prime Remaster, and I got to this heat visor section. So when you unlock the heat visor, uh, all the power goes out in the facility that you're in, and you have to use the heat visor to see any enemies. And it fucking scared me. (laughs) 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 There was like three times when I said, oh, shit. Uh, That that section is is amazing. It is so Like when you get it, and then power starts to turn off, and then you realize you have to retrace your steps with this weird mm. visor it it's really yeah. good and the way the space pirates kind of jump at you yeah because at, and in that same and the section, metroids break the, out of yeah, the glass that's when they start introducing the actual metroids and the, oh my god okay so another thing too is when the i remember this back in the day but again when a metroid attaches to your head because this game yes. is in first person and like it comes at you so fast it's like volt like dog it's in your face I'll, there was like two times it was oh shit Dog, oh, like this game is also has a horror element to it that it does really well. Man, Metroid Prime, motherfucker. Oh, that game is shit. Let me review it. Give me, let me give it a 10. Man, I love that shit. Yeah, it's, it's Metroid Prime Remaster. I don't know about y'all. If y'all, again, talk about last week, but again, this week, I'm banging on the table. If you haven't played Metroid Prime, gotta peep this, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucy, have you played you play Metroid Prime Mm-mm. at all? No. Uh, I have I'll a code. I, no, it's okay. I've got it. Oh, I got okay, it. Okay. Tam, Tam hooked me up, so I have it. Um, I'm gonna download it, but honestly, um, I was just I'm just getting through Ishin at the moment. Very slowly. Ah, I've been traveling a bunch, and so I haven't yeah. really sat down and just played a game properly. It's, oh. Yeah, but it's fun. Oh. I'm like. Also, weirdly, because I've just been, I've been very exhausted recently. Um, I have been uh, just kind of cark moding, which is when you have no energy to do anything. You just lie like oh. a carcass. Um, and I've been getting through MasterChef The Professionals, which is, uh, not MasterChef, Bake Off The Professionals, um, which is delightful. Wait, that's not a game, right? No, that is a TV <laughs> I show. Wish. I was like, did they make a Bake Off game? Dude, did they made Italian? a Bake Off game? Oh my god! Uh, no, so I've RGG just been get con- on it, dude. Imagine if they did that as a mini game. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I've just been. They I hate. There's always time, but I've just been like, I don't know, not struggling to find a game to play. I've just had no energy to play stuff. So I've been playing a little things from uh, on my Steam Deck because I went and did um, part of the reason I wasn't on the podcast a couple weeks ago is because I was away to do a sleep study. Um, so I was doing like an overnight thing. And I thought I could leave on the Friday and they went, oh, no, you're going to actually be doing a nap test, which was pretty cool because I did the whole thing where I stayed overnight and then they gave me like they I looked like I met someone in the Borg or something because I was wired up everywhere and I had to go to sleep 10 till 630. And then they woke me up and they were like, OK, every two hours you have to take a nap. So eight 10 12 like the whole thing for until about four o'clock i had to take naps and so i was very glad that i took my steam deck because i just played arkham city the whole time oh shit (laughs) oh nap Um, test did you pass uh i napped every single time and i napped and i slept for eight hours the night before napped every uh every time that they asked me to and then i went home and i fell asleep on the couch and slept for 11 hours (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, yeah. Was uh, was Peanut all cozy? What was he with you? She was. I came back and she was oh. like, where have you been? And then she fell asleep <laughs> on the couch with me. It was great. Um, oh. So, yeah. No, I've been playing Arkham City, which unsurprisingly holds up. It's a classic. Um, it's a classic for a reason. I've been playing um, Birth, which is a great game. I saw it at um, Summer Game Fest last year. Hmm. It is basically a game about being lonely in a big city like that's where the the dev got the idea from and it's just you build a friend you have to do you have to solve loads of puzzles and by solving those you uh you get body parts and then you put them together and you build a friend (laughs) i think i remember hearing about this game yeah um so i've been playing it i've been really enjoying it it's just like a nice thing it sounds weird to say it's a nice one to just dip in and out of, but it truly is because I love those kind of tactile puzzles. Um, and then the one I've been playing, I've got a bunch of stuff from like the Steam Next Fest, but I haven't played it yet. But I did get Lakeburg Legacies, which is the one where you pair people up, um, like kind of dating sim kind of thing. And then you have a city builder-esque, but you're just kind of putting people in the best jobs that they're suited for getting them in relationships, they have kids and you kind of pass down traits and stuff. It's a bit weird when you're like, it's all about good breeding, I guess. Mm. Um, ah. 
I played a Pokemon game before. I know the vibes. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I want to pass down these traits and stuff. But it's very, like, oh, cheerful. Oh, eugenics the game. You love to see it. <laughs> it's a very cheerful kind of, like... It's very low stakes, I think. And I was playing it mm -hmm. on a plane the other day because... Um, uh, and I was just like, yeah, it's just... Ah, yeah, I'm just going to have a hunter shack and I'm going to have a farm and then a bakery and, you know, and just put people in it. And it's very cute. But other than that, I just I don't know what I've been doing, man. What I've been doing. That's it. That's it. Rubbish. That's what's up, man. Yeah. What, what, not, 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 not to be all hippo, but the percentages of REM sleep in your uh, oh. in stage three. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I saw... I heard about uh, so I listened to If You're Driving, Close Your Eyes, which is a podcast from my ex coworkers, a fan bite, um, and they had a whole episode about sleep studies. And I learned a lot about what sleep, sleep studies are supposed to do to you. So when I heard you got a sleep study, I'm like, oh shit, I want to know what percentage uh, of like I mean, stage hey, one or whatever you're in, and uh, your percentage of REM sleep you're in. I like, can find out because I didn't realize they actually like your oxygen send levels you. or some shit. No, no, they send you all that. And I was like, mm. yeah. the thing is, is that I haven't actually heard from my consultant yet, which is, you know, would be helpful. But the guy who did <laughs> ring me was like, mm, have you tried napping when you're tired? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's uh, helpful. Mm, wow. Uh, like, thanks, my damn, guy. Damn, put me on. <laughs> Give um, me tips. I need a guide. Seriously. And so, um, yeah, they sent me all of the stuff from my, um, my nap thing. Uh... I don't have it here, but yeah, it was. Really I, I mean, cool. Oh, sleep you lab attended. <laughs> there we go. No, it's really. Like, like, no, I'm not going to read them out, but like, this is such a weird American thing because in the UK, mm -mm, you don't you don't get that shit at all. Twenty four percent of REM sleep in my eight hour sleep, by the way. Mm. Is that a good are those rookie numbers? Are those good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I learned. I, I, I learned. I learned uh, the other day that being in REM sleep for too long is not good. Because your your brain's too like too active during mm -hmm. that time, you're like, yo, oh. that's when you have like the, your deep dreams oh. and shit, and you're not you're not supposed to be in that for too long. So, um, REM, I don't know. Do you fuck with REM? I, I like the band. Got, they've got some good music. Oh yeah, yeah I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> I was gonna when say. When I first heard about REM sleep, I was like, uh, me too. I mean, I, I I read a book a couple years ago called Why We Sleep, which is super fascinating, and it talks a lot about like like why sleep became something that humans do like the importance <laughs> of it it talks about like how dreams uh are are how we like come up with some of our most radical ideas because that is the only time that our brain is connecting things that normally it wouldn't connect mm -hmm. um it's super fascinating I, I recommend it to people who have trouble sleeping i mean it, I, a sleep study is probably a far better uh <laughs> sure. way to like figure out why you can't sleep but it's super fascinating mm -hmm. like it, mm -hmm. it 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 talks a lot about like how to get healthy sleep, like talks about like REM cycles and like, and like how much drinking absolutely fucks Ooh. your sleep, like absolutely yeah. destroys it. Oh, uh, sure. The the guy who wrote it is a, I think a Berkeley professor actually. Um, and he would joke to his students that day drinking is healthier than drinking at night because you would sleep better if you drink in the sure. day yeah. and then sleep at night. Because mm. if you, if you sleep right away, you are there, you're just undercutting REM entirely. Wow. And if you don't have any REM sleep, you don't act. That's why you don't feel refreshed when you sure. get up in the morning after drinking. Yeah. It's good. I recommend it. It's, it's easy to read too. It's not just like study after study. It's yeah. like, what's that called again? Why, why, we, we, sleep why we sleep by, I think Matthew Walker, I believe, or something Ooh. Walker. There's Ooh, a, another one so. of those, like kind of not pop psychology, pop neuroscience, but there's a really good one called, um, 
the man who thought his wife was a hat. The man whose wife was a hat. And it's basically about different just kind of issues that people have with memory. And um, mm. it's very good read. Very sad as well, because obviously they can't. A lot of people, they, they struggle in their everyday lives and stuff. It's a very interesting look at, at the mind and how it can fuck you over. Oh. How do we get here? Shit. Sleep studies. Yeah. Sleep studies. Hey. Playing game, anyway. playing games about, about sleep, about Arkham dreams. City. Arkham, Arkham City, City, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, re- I, I did a surprise review this week. Oh, <laughs> oh, you did? oh is that what you've been doing at your desk? Yeah, okay. out of nowhere. Uh, last week, so I, I, Tales of Symphonia Remastered comes out on Friday. Oh, I shit. Mean, it's already out now, yeah. I, I, if you're listening to this. I forgot about that. That's one of my favorite games of all time. So last week, late last week, I messaged Tam asking if anyone's reviewing it, and he was like, no, but you can, and then sent me a code. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I will uh, I will do something. And he's like, Abby, you can just update the original review. And then the more I played, the more I wrote more. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Tales of Symphonia, which has been fun to revisit because I have not played it since 2004. Despite it being one of my, you know, top 10, top 15 games of all time, like I, for some reason, just never returned to it. Uh, I think part of it was just like a lot of those those memories I have tied to that game weren't solely from the game. It was like from playing it with a certain friend and and just weekend after weekend, just slowly getting through this game. Like I, I, I had a great time as a kid and I and it came out on PC and I like fired it up on PC once after work at my desk and I was like, man, this is lame. This is like, I was like, I need like, it was like a Saturday morning cartoon and here I am just like hunched over at my desk, like playing <laughs> Tales of Symphonia. So I didn't, so I didn't really play much of it. So I've been going back to it and, and like, I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, technically the embargo's already up. Uh, it went up like a couple days ago. Oh. Um, but my review is going to be a little later because there's like 50 fucking reviews going up the next couple days. Yes, sir. Um, but, uh, I am surprised at how much the story holds up. Like the story is really good. It, it, there's a bunch of twists and turns. It's surprisingly dark. The characters are really well done. Uh, I'm, I'm very engaged in terms, in terms of story. Like as a kid, I think I, like, I always assumed I enjoyed it as a kid because I was a kid and Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand, but, but I really appreciate it, uh, quite a bit and like what they were going for and how, mature it seems despite it's very like childlike a- appearance like you know like the chibi-esque child mm-hmm. figures yeah, yeah um that said it's kind of a it's not it's not a great remaster or port i would say i've had oh. two crashes uh which normally like yeah crashes suck but it, today you know games autosave every 15 seconds this doesn't have autosave they didn't bring that to it. Instead, there's this kind of archaic, like, you got to go to a save spot, you got to save. Some save spots you can't even access unless you have a specific item. So, like, both crashes, I think I lost a total of, like, two, two and a half hours. Fuck, that's a grip. Which sucked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, like, w- w- when I loaded it back up and did it, it was quicker because I was just skipping through dialogue. Sure. And, like, yeah. I was like, I've seen so. this. I can skip through this. I-, I know how to beat these bosses and whatnot. So that sucks. There's also some like weird frame rate issues, which I was gonna ask, yeah. Which is is strange because like from I was watching gameplay. And to be fair, the frame rate issues are in very specific places. But when I was watching gameplay of like the GameCube version, it almost looks like it runs smoother than these newer ones. It's yeah. hard to say because I'm not actually playing it, so I can't like 
I can't compare them directly. And I am playing on Switch, which is like, you know, the 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 worst, con- not the worst, con- you know what I'm trying to say. That it's te- the worst technically, place to play it. it usually, yeah, it's like the, the worst sure. place to play, play it. But it's such an old game that like it's weird to see. Yeah, especially after Metroid Prime was like. It, yeah, which is like a solid 60 on, yeah. and it looks great. Uh, so the, the remaster has some issues. I think other parts of the game itself haven't aged well. Like the combat is, yeah. is pretty stiff. Um, combat stiff uh, there's no like proper quest tracking so you don't really know where to go like a lot of times it'll just be like alright now we gotta head to the tower of salvation and I'll be like cool where the fuck is that yeah. <laughs> and it's just like wandering around this map trying to figure out where to go so naturally I, I, you know like pull up a pull up a, a, a walkthrough and just figure out where I need to go mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where it's like playing it now I find it frustrating, but when I was a kid, that was one of the exciting things about it was like, I didn't really know where to go. And like me and my friend would just be playing and we'd stumble upon something and the next cutscene would kick off and we'd get so excited. We're like, oh, this Yo, is the next part of the story. Yeah. We're, we're finally here. Yeah. Uh, and, oh. and like that stuff was exciting because you could feel like the ebb and flow of the momentum. Right. But now it's just kind of like, I need to move on with my life. <laughs> I need to move on. I need to figure out where to go next. There's side quests that you can't really track, so you can just kind of miss them altogether. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm pretty torn because I, I am impressed with it, like, how much some of it holds up, but other parts don't. And I think a lot of it could have been fixed if this was, like, almost like a, a like a remaster, you know, plus, where they, like, sure. added... They maybe added like better quest tracking. They added an auto save feature. Uh, they cleaned up some of the visuals a little more, uh, and, and maybe like streamlined. I don't know how much they could have fucked with the combat. To be honest, like yeah. I, I feel like that might fundamentally break the game if they changed the combat to make it more like modern. Um, but just other little things, I think the game could have really benefited from. Um, but yeah, I, it's it. it, it it was like one of the few JRPGs for Nintendo GameCube. You know, if you yeah. missed it and if you like those games, I highly recommend checking it out. It's it's interesting. Um, I, I think it has the best the best party and best story of any of the Tales, Tales games. games yeah. Like, I, I, there's arguments for like Vesperia and 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 uh, I think ta- Tales of the Abyss. Uh, I didn't like the cast of Arise all oh, that much. Okay. So, some of them I liked, some of them I didn't. Um, but but this one's like pretty solid across the board. Okay. So, like, if you're a fan of those games and you never played it, it it's worth checking out. If not, I, yeah, I, it, like, if you've only played Arise and you're like, this is fun, I, I can't imagine you'd want to go back okay, to this yeah. and so yeah, and play it, it. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if you're in the mood for an old style of yeah. RPG, then sure, but set your expectations, I guess? Yeah, I would say set your expectations and, like, I, I hope they're able to like patch out some of those issues. I mean, to be fair, uh, both the crashes I had happened before the 1.1 day one patch. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully other people don't experience that, but man, it stung. <laughs> it stung ah, both times yeah. just because I had finished this boss that I was I had so much trouble with and, and I couldn't use the save spot because I didn't have the item to unlock the save spot near it. So I was like, <laughs> finish the boss. I finished this dungeon. All I need to do is get back to town, go to an inn and save. And as I enter the town, the the thing no. pops up and says, like, due to an issue, we've had to restart the game. So ah, you hate oh to God. see it. So that that kind of took the wind out of my sails quite a bit. But I'm going to yeah. keep playing it. Um, it. It is a long game. I think it's like 60 hours. Uh, and that's if you know where to go. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you don't know where to go, if you don't want to use a walkthrough, it could probably take longer. 
Um, and I'm going to keep playing it for now just because I have been enjoying, you know, reliving some of those those childhood memories, I suppose. That's but other than that, Metroid Prime, that's that's all I've been doing. And I've had to put Metroid Prime on the back burner, no. um, which sucks because uh, that game is brilliant. And I, I get, I'm worried about removing myself from that game for too long because I'm afraid I'm going to forget yeah. the layout of things and where right. I need to go Definitely. and what I need to do yeah. because that's another game that doesn't always tell you exactly where to go. You kind of have mm-hmm. to you kind of have to use your brain power to remember like, yep, there was yeah. that one room that I couldn't yeah. access, yeah. but now I can. Now I got to go yeah. back to Especially it. Especially the ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll probably walk up. through. I'll it's probably just pull up a walkthrough for that <laughs> last part. Well, sick. Um, my end, uh, Ishan. As we already talked about, yes, sir. and then Destiny. Oh, you got hands on Destiny. I also got a hands on yeah. with Lightfall. Well, no, no not hands on. I did, it was a hands like a off, di- hands off digital. <sighs> that light. I joined. Fell. I joined a Zoom call. It wasn't a Zoom call, but you know, it's like di- digital. Microsoft event. Teams. Microsoft Teams. No, I don't. It was some different. I don't know. It was some sort of sure. Presentational, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, Skype. They they uh Skype. they gave us like a little uh live demo of the game which is cool got to see like the first chapter um or not first chapter like one of not not i don't know if it's the first mission but it was like the first mission where you land on the new planet in the game neomuna yeah um uh and uh it was cool yeah i mean it's kind of hard to because you see it and you're like yep that looks like destiny that sure does look like yeah it, it, it's like getting a demo of like an mmo or something where you're kind of like no i need to like sink my teeth into it and like really like you know, play this for like yeah. hours and hours. Engaging and hours. with the systems Engaging will tell with the you systems. Much exactly. More, yeah. So like they were showing off some of the new mechanics, like, oh, here's how loadouts work and here's like the new mod manager system, which is all really cool because uh, you know, they're streamlining a lot of that game to just be um simpler for both, not only for new players, but also for veteran players too, because you're like, all right, cool. I, like, you know, uh like like they're getting rid of like a bunch of currencies and, and stuff like that. They're really trying to like pare the game down to be as simple as yeah. possible, which is great. But it's sort of like, well, I don't really know how that'll actually feel until I'm playing the game. So um, I don't really know what I have to talk about other than just like sure. diving into yeah, like yeah. super specific stuff that like unless you play Destiny. You What's don't Aramis up to? Care about Aramis? Uh, Aramis? Aramis is cool. She's chilling. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. I like her. Uh, she actually hasn't been in the story in a hot minute. Um, that's that's the last thing I remember from playing Destiny. Dude, they have so many more characters. Now. I know. I know. The Witch Queen. Cade. Okay, yeah, K- Cade six. <laughs> You're still still on that Cade train. Uh, what happened still to him? Is he good? Uh, he died, came back. Died, came back. Don't worry about it. Died no. again. Uh, <laughs> nah, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's not around anymore. Okay, no. all right. Well, Figured as much. They have not. He has not come back now. Um, Since what the Forspoken expansion? For, for, yeah, Forsaken. Oh, for, for Forspoken expansion. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you utter that name in here? God damn. I think I said the same thing at one point. Yeah, I think <laughs> I said like, like two weeks ago. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's cool because, like, they're, you know, like, this is the, the cliche thing everyone says, but, like, this is, like, kind of their Avengers uh, Infinity War where it's, yeah. like, you know, the penultimate thing. They're setting up for yeah. the end. So, you know, a lot of these kind of pieces are falling into play and, and you know, like, the big bad, the witness is, like, finally showing up and you, so you're going to get to, like, Jonathan Blow's coming? Jonathan Blow? I su- <laughs> oh, right, the witness. <laughs> That's what wow! Talking about <laughs> sorry. Like, he worked on. Ah, uh, he worked on Disney. Uh, I can't can't touch that game no more. Uh, <laughs> no sir. Uh, 
Ooh, do you ever play that uh, The Witness parody game, The Looker? No, no, but I saw it was actually legit, like, it's, it's, something. It's legit. It's actually okay. legit. It's really funny. Uh, <laughs> the Looker. I highly recommend it. It's like, they, it does, like, the puzzle stuff, but it also, like, really leans into some very specific, like, they do a whole bit about um, just, like, how nonsense some of the, um, the I don't, like, the narrations you can get are. Like, some of them, oh, like, they God. just start... Like, it sounds like, oh, you're just saying some, like, real wise shit. And then it just starts, like, going way off. Yeah, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? I highly recommend that if you haven't checked that out. That's actually free on Steam. Oh, it's hell yeah. Cute little game Ooh. that came out last year. Uh, yeah, Destiny. It's cool. It's exciting. Uh, When's that drop? It drops in Next two week? two weeks. Two weeks. The, 20, the 28th. Um, they, they had the last uh, uh, mission for the seasonal story this week. That was popping oh, off. Right, yeah. So yeah, I, heard I was, saw you getting hurt. It was pretty good. Yeah, they had a really, it was a real cool final mission. And then they had this like really, really rad cutscene. Probably one of the better cutscenes in the game. Ooh. That's just like, mm. you know, like shit's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, it's what you want. You don't want everything to be static. Like, you know, you want to feel like things are happening. So yeah. um, it's cool, you know? I want to get invested in Destiny's story. I want to get it's into too, Destiny. It's too late for that. There's no way. It's too late. Yeah. It's, it's tough. <sighs> like, we tried. You tried. You you were very gracious with your time and walked me, Matt, and Callie through some of it. And well, you and I Callie was, more. Matt, Matt. Yeah. From, the, from like, five minutes in, I, I could tell Matt was, like, <laughs> Yeah, losing interest. It. Matt like, Paget. Yeah, Matt yeah. Paget. Uh, <laughs> I was enjoying it. There was just, like... I lacked a connection to that world, I think, sure. is is, yeah, is the it, issue that I had. Like, like uh, there's so many looter shooter shit games that, like, you know, you like them, you don't. I don't partic- – I, like, I need a good reason for them. Sure. And, like, it seems like there is a reason in Destiny. I just – I'm too late. I don't – I, like, I'm not going to watch eight hours of lore yeah, videos, it, you know? It, like, it's uh, the biggest problem to get into because, I mean, like, you know, I could explain, like, oh, here's what happened in the the you know end of the season cutscene, but it's like unless you've like played the game, like it doesn't, it's not gonna mean much yeah. to you or like hit for you, you know, or even just like I think the one thing they've been getting better at is like because you have like Destiny has lore, but it also has like they have characters now, like like characters mm. that they've been building up over you know all these games, and so you have like a connection to these characters, and you're like I want to see what happens to this character, you're like I want to know what happens to Crow, I want to know what happens to Keitel, but you kind of need to play it to get into that because it's not just oh i can pop into the new expansion every year the story continues within those seasonal stuff in between that throughout the year and like major stuff happens not just like little stuff like oh that's like a big major thing like they introduce major characters major events happen that like then lead into those expansions so you kind of have to like be on point and keep playing it if you really want to like feel fully invested in that story and those characters, mm. which is is a difficult thing to ask somebody to do um, if you're not already in it. So... You should play Final Fantasy XIV. You know the vibes. Mm-hmm. I really do wish... I don't I don't think they would ever do it. Because I, I imagine from a technical standpoint, it would be, like, impossible, I imagine, or, like, very difficult. But it would, I think it would be cool if they, like, released a standalone version of Destiny that just took, like, all the story the crit path essentially yes. sure, and yeah. like yeah. combined it together as like a game you played i think that would actually i don't it wouldn't quite hit as hard because i think part of the appeal is like that that like buildup of time you get with the characters you know like yeah. you feel like you, you you've spent like years in that world but i still think that would be like a cool way to uh let people experience that story and also like yeah. preserve some of that stuff because you know 
Uh, Destiny's gotten a lot of flack for how, you know, they've had to, like, remove stuff out of the game to kind of keep the game's file size manageable. Vaulted, yeah. Vaulted content. Oh, uh, didn't which... they say that, like, if your PS4, if you, you have to have, like, 80 gigs free just for 24 hours or something? I think I saw that it's earlier. All... Oh, here we go. Oh, really? PS4 players and PS5 players using the PS4 version of Destiny 2 who are looking to preload Lightfall should make sure that they have about 80 gigabytes of free space <sighs> for an additional install Ooh. package to be downloaded on top of the existing Destiny 2 ones. The old packages will be removed once Lightfall in installs, launches, but during the 24-hour downtime, down both yeah. versions will need to be in storage for the preload to succeed. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Oh, Modern video boy. Games. What a nightmare. Big file sizes. Ooh. Yeah. Updates and shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what's up, though. Yeah. I, re I respect you, Destiny Sickos. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think. Destiny Sickos is the right favorites. word, for sure. <laughs> Dude, I... Man, so um, a big thing was... over That they added over the last year was, um, like, craftable weapons okay. um, that are called, like... And, you, and what you do is you get, you get, like, a red border, and that means, like, oh, that weapon's craftable. Um, so in the season, they have, like, five-plus weapons that are craftable um, that you have to kind of grind for to get. And I got like a couple of the ones I wanted, but I didn't get all of them. And I was like, oh, uh, the, the amount of grinding I would need to do, ah, I wouldn't be worth it. I'm not going to bother with them. And then like two weeks ago, they were like, hey, uh, we changed it now so that instead of um, grinding for a red border, you can do, you could get like a guaranteed one once a week. They're like, now you can get a guaranteed one once a day. And I went, all right, yeah. let's go. I'm gonna load it up. Yeah. I'm gonna get all these weapons. So I've actually been grinding every day. Like I, I like basically turn it on, and play like 30 minutes every day to get my weapons. And uh, okay. I'm I'm really close now. I have like four more patterns to go, and I'm like, all right, I'm oh. close. So is Lightfall gonna fuck up your shit though? No, no, no. I gotta keep all that. You, okay. You keep you keep all your your shit. Um, and and, and those weapons wouldn't go away. Just the um once lightfall hits just the the um that like e that guaranteed pattern method goes ah, away so they okay. would just get added into like a, a generic loot pool okay so it would just be harder to get them if i didn't get them so even if i don't get those last couple it wouldn't be the worst but i'm also like i'm so close yeah <laughs> like, i might as well just do it damn uh, you ever get i don't know is is uh, final fantasy the kind of game where you get into that with like gear is gear the kind of thing where you, you find yourself chasing it in not, that game? not really because in final fantasy 14 like the best gear is tied to clearing uh raids Right. So you grind through raids and hoping to get drops mm. uh, that way. I mean, there's craftable gear, but the, the crafting systems have been very consistent from expansion to expansion. Yeah. So whenever there's like a new expansion or a new patch that adds a new tier of gear, everyone kind of knows like, okay, what's once I figure out what the recipe is, I know how to do this. So it is, it's not as it's not quite as a mystery right? because uh, they've figured out their methods from like, yeah. many, many years ago. Totally. And to be fair, like even in Destiny's case, like, the way the game's designed, you don't even like you don't really have to like grind for like the bigger okay. to play it. It's more just like again, if you're like a Destiny sicko who's like, I want the best shit for the hardest content, but like you can like even a raid, like there are half the times like where I, I'll do a raid where I'm just like, I don't want to bother pulling out my optimal gear. I don't I don't care. We'll just do it. It's fine. Uh, like, okay. I'll just I'll just I'll just use what I'm wearing and uh, we'll we'll get through it and it's okay. not a big deal. Like you can kind of a beanie and a sweater? Yep, I just put on a beanie. There nice. is I no, you know what? I actually have a, a a beanie and sweater in that game that I can wear. Hell yeah! <laughs> Straight to up to raids. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. put on my beanie, my sweater. You look like you raid ready. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm sure I'll have more to say about that in two <laughs> oh. weeks. Yeah. Um, got a preview though. Yep, got a preview. Mm -hmm. Preview for the other Destiny sickos. Mm -hmm. Yep, someone GameSpot uh, and uh, our YouTube. Go check it out. 
uh, it's pretty cool. Mm. And I think that's it for everyone, for, right? For gaming? Is that it for gaming? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, that's it. Uh, Lucy, I don't know if you looked at the run of show. I did. Uh, um, so last week, we did a thing where we mm-hmm. were picking our backlogs for the year. Ooh, oh, I need to give some updates on this too. Oh, okay. okay, yes. And I wanted to know if you wanted to participate. You know, it's not required. Yeah. But. So I, I when when you like pick four games and then everyone picks my fifth. So I guess I have three. I never finished okay. Breath of the Wild. Still. Okay. That's a good Breath one. Breath of the Wild. Um, Outer Wilds. I've not played, mm. and I would love to because so many people say it's incredible. It's like their favorite game. Okay. Metroid Prime, I guess, add to that list. Let's fucking Do it. go, yes. Um, and then I've got two spots left. Well, no, I have one spot left. I'm thinking like Yakuza, Brackets okay. franchise. Um, and then, yeah, fifth fifth spot. Go, go nuts. I'm excited. Mm. I don't know. What kind of think on it? I mean, what kind of games are you interested in? Because part of it was we didn't want to just like pick a game for someone that they didn't actually want to play. You know, you know? You know? what's what's the kind of vibe you're? Wait, I know. For? Hold on. Did you ever finish Metal Gear Solid Three? Did um, you start Metal Gear Solid? 3? I started it and I did like one stream of it, and then um, there was all the stuff with Russia, and it was. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Nintendo yeah. said it's okay now, so I think yeah, you're yeah, safe. Nintendo yeah. said <laughs> war is over. Um, no, I just felt very weird about it at the time, but that was also when my yeah. doctor was like, you need to half everything you're doing. So I just stopped streaming and I didn't want to carry on playing it unless I was streaming it. So okay, okay. Um, gotcha. I would love to do Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh. And okay. I was also you know, also considering like my list that I came up with. Mm-hmm. I, I, I made sure to include a lot of short games that I could beat in like, mm-hmm. you know, in like a week's time. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah, smart. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to be like, yo, uh, Lucy, can you uh, can you start, um, can you pick up a Realm Reborn and like get through Endwalker before the end of the year or not? Nah, come on uh, now. So, you know, pick a short game. I don't know. It depends on how much I've got on, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Metal Gear Solid 3 is not long. So. No, so it's not long. Yeah. And you're and also, Michael, you did one and two and three is the best one. So. Three is the it's best. True. Big okay. facts. Well, that's the thing because I hear people are either one and three people or two and four people. So I guess you guys are one oh, and three huh. people. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I... I think I might be three and four, but oh. yeah. Oh, Guns of the Patriots are a, that's a that game is a vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get back to. I'm like Metal Gear it, the same way. I'm like Persona, where I'm like, ask me what mood I'm in, and yeah, yeah. different yeah. answer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's why I'm with the Souls games, I suppose. Yeah. That's the uh, thing, though. I, I feel like if if I go back to three now, I'm gonna have absolutely zero idea. So maybe I might just on my own replay one and two, and just have you know get back into it. Yeah, which uh, which version you're playing? On the Xbox 360. Okay. Did Did you start three at all? Or yes, yeah, she's I got okay. up to the bit okay. where um, I got up to the meow. That was the last. Oh, okay. genuinely <laughs> the last bit. <laughs> Fuck, that's just that game is some else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> some updates for me. Uh, so I, I, Chrono Trigger was one of my games Mm -hmm. as was Dragon Quest eight. I have both those games sealed in their boxes and I was about to start Chrono Trigger, Mm -hmm. pulled it off the shelf, was about to open it. And then I was like, you know what, before I do this, because I've been trying to, I've been following like these Pokemon games. I've been trying to collect some Pokemon games, but they're wildly expensive. So like I should check to see how much this was for context. I bought the DS version sealed in 2019 of Chrono Trigger. For forty dollars, it is now three hundred dollars. Oh my 
sealed. Oh my god. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open this now. Uh so my options were to continue playing on PC, which I had started before, but Tamora told me not to. And you were saying that on Steam Deck, it, it, it's a little weird. Yeah, it, it doesn't run so hot on Steam Deck mm. for some reason. Um, so I found other means to play it on a DS. Oh. Leave it at that. Oh. Um, okay, okay, okay. Other means. And then other means to other play means. the DS version because I heard that is you know yeah. one, of, one of the better versions to play it. And then with Dragon Quest VIII, kind of similar thing. I have it sealed. Uh, now it's worth like $200. Damn. It's because the eShop closing down. I mean, it yeah. is why oh, yeah. this shit's happening. Uh, and I never opened it. I got it in 2019 as well, expecting to play it before then. Uh, so I was like, okay. Luckily, I mean, the eShop is still available, so I just downloaded I just for paid now. for and downloaded Digital that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to start with Chrono Trigger. Um, once, uh, once I'm all set up with it on other means, then, uh, and then, I'll, start, <laughs> then I'll start Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, I think I am going to play them in chronological order. So yeah. I'm going to start with Chrono Trigger. I forget the other games I had, but I'm going to look at them and make sure I play them in yeah. like year they were released. <laughs> yeah, I think you were going to go, yeah. And You're going to end with Dragon Age Origins. Which, which I probably is... won't get to, considering <gasps> how dumb my list is. Dragon Age yes. Origins is on your list. Yes. Never played it. Oh, I, I'm, I'm the one who put it on his list. because. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. You'll like it. You you will like it, but I wonder how it's aged. I haven't played it since like 2010. Well, the, the thing is, is is my list is a lot of long games, which yeah. is, has me very worried. Yeah. And if I play them chronologically, I think that's the last one, right? I think it is. Yeah, because that was what 2009. 2009? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2009. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna, you gonna learn all about then? Morrigan. Yeah. You're gonna learn all about the Chantry and enchantment. Morgan is uh, like Lulu from Final Fantasy X. That's the only, that's the main thing I remember from. I didn't play Final Fantasy X, so I'm Fuck y'all. Comparison. Oh yeah, I've got uh, Final Fantasy IX and GTA Vice City. Those that's are the ones right, yeah. I, I didn't mention. Yeah. So Final list. Fantasy, yeah. Final Fantasy IX would be after. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Afterwards, yeah. That fast forward button, bash that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I absolutely will. Yeah, you, have, you have to. You have to. <laughs> Uh, well, before we close out, I did want to do the uh, question of the week because I thought it would be a good one, especially yeah. with this crew. Uh, I don't have the run of show up on with me, but I do remember the general question. Yeah. I've got it Maria. up. You do? Why don't you read it then, Lucy? So uh, from Maria, a.k.a. Series Business. Hi, Maria. Uh, question of the week. Shout Shouts out to Jackson from Nairobi for the question suggestion this week. With it being Valentine's Day this week, what are some of your favorite, most memorable, and most heartwarming video game romances? Garrison, Tally, and Shepard... Ellie and Riley, Tyler and Michael from. Oh wait, Tumblr. no, no, no! I, that, that that was that was what oh. I put in. Don't. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll I save thought that. this we'll was uh, Maria doing no, no, suggestions. No, 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 that was me because because I read that <laughs> question out, and then me and Georgia out. spent like an hour like theory crafting like, yeah. the best. Romances. Oh, okay. Perfect. So I feel like there's two ang- there's two aspects to this. There's yeah. like what's the best like romance like Bioware style like you can pick a romance mm-hmm. versus like what's just the best portrayal of a relationship. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Like two kind of two different things. I did think uh, I, I liked thoughts. Nate and uh, Nathan Drake and um, 
Elena. Elena. I think at the beginning of Uncharted 4 when they're just like yeah. playing games together and being... What? What I like yeah. about that relationship is because it you do get to see it develop over the course of all four games yeah. and like it kind of evolves like that, that's something you don't really get in games that much mm. where where you, you kind of see like a relationship grow and change over time. Four definitely did the heavy lifting there I feel like. Oh it definitely yeah. did. Like it um, was like okay now sure. we got to contextualize all yeah. three games of this relationship and yeah. but, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree I think I think that was pretty good. Um, man I should replay that game it's been so long. Yeah Damn. I haven't played it since it came out. Um, yeah, same. But yeah, I did. I did put Garrison Tally on that yeah, list. Yeah. Not not Garrison Tally together. together. I do. I would ship them. No, though. no, I do. No, ship they them do. The game ships them. The game, the game ships yeah, them. The yeah. Game, the game ships them. If you don't pick either of them, they get together. Oh, they smash. Um, okay. Yeah, they do. But to be fair, that relationship does. You don't really get to see much of that specific relationship, right. other than like you walk in and they're like Smooching. cuddling up, and you're like, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, y'all need a third hit but me up. Specifically, but, uh, <laughs> I think. Garrus's relationship with Shepard or, yeah. or Tally's relationship with Shepard yeah, yeah. are yeah. both probably the two best romances okay. but the yeah, prize, yeah. in my opinion. Please. That was, that's the no. worst one. Jacob is that's the, the worst, worst one. one. The prize. Absolutely. Oh, wait, what happened with uh, with with Jacob? Oh, oh Come on, tell me, Jacob. Oh, it's, cr <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, in three, no matter what you do, even if you date him, he like goes off and then he gets like married to like another woman. Mm -hmm. So I respect it. Yeah. Either <laughs> it's it's actually cool like the way they get to write it because uh, if you are dating him or we're dating him, you can either be like, oh that's cool, you know, you could like either respect and be like, ah, oh, wasn't gonna work out or whatever, or you can be like, I fucking hate your guts, and you can just spend <laughs> the entire mission being like. I hope you die in a fire. And it's <laughs> oh, really funny. Oh my I, god! Holy and I was like, I, I respect that they let you role play that out sure, of yeah. like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, I mean, not heart heartwarming, but we talked about Signalis last week. Um, I think, oh sure. Yeah. I think uh, I think that uh, I mean it, it's memorable. Memorable, definitely, and it reminds me kind of like Nine S Two B in Near Automata. Like Signalis, yes. I mentioned was definitely. I feels like there's a lot of parallels between that and uh, yeah. And someone in the Discord mentioned Near Automata, and they're like, "That shit rips my heart apart." In, yeah, you know that game, just just the way that, that whole game plays yeah. out with relationships. Like, yeah, because yeah, the, the th thing is like, you have there's someone that you love, but you can't you can't bring them back, and that's mm -hmm. Signalis yeah. kind of plays with that that theme as well. But uh, the thing about Signalis, I think uh, the the way it frames like desperation and the pain that you feel from being separated from someone you love mm -hmm. uh, in the context of a survival horror. So it's not it's not definitely not a heartwarming romance, but no. I think it's a very um, uh, it's a it's a very it's a very real way to frame those kinds of things. Yeah. And uh, uh, you really like the way it, it messes with Elster, the main character, really, really the way it really fucks with her head and messes with her motivations throughout that story and the, the lengths that with she goes to to bring back what she had but doesn't have anymore because of various disasters in that world is uh fuck man that shit that shit hits because that that is the central theme it's a survival horror game yes and it's about mm -hmm. you know um robotic robots and uh androids taking over kind of like human spaces and human emotions and, and all that but at the end of the day like that's the thing that drives her throughout the whole story and yeah. that shit is crushing goddamn so if y'all wanna yeah, I was like it's, it's kind of shocking and in the similar way of how like like Evangelion is in, in like a like I'm shocked and appalled at how dark this is but mm. goddamn is it very it's strong and it really hits the notes it wants to hit 
Mystic Knowledge, man. Don't 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 be playing that on Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's Day already passed, but uh, play that when you're in a good place because <laughs> yeah. that shit is dark. Yeah. I can't think of any. <laughs> Damn. I mean, you guys have said a lot of the a lot of the more obvious ones. Um, I. I, 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 we already talked about Naughty Dog, I guess, but I do really like how, like, just, you know, in Last of Us as well and part one and part two, how a lot of those relationships play out. They just feel a little more real and, like, it, 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 obviously, like, a huge amount of those narratives are dedicated to those characters and their relationships, but they also don't feel like they are focusing on it too much, you know? Not that... Not that it it shouldn't focus on it. it's more just like they they feel more natural realistic and like yeah. just kind of like I, I don't know it, it's hard to put my finger on it no, but I, like I, those kind of came to mind I mean like Ellie Riley uh I mean even yeah. to some extent like Joel Tess I mean uh, uh Dina Ellie Dina Ellie Dina Ellie one is like real depressing yeah <laughs> like that, that, goes too. I mean, that whole game is just depressing <laughs> love depressing. stories we got them yeah. on every level uh, yeah. I mean well. Not that it's a video game, but uh, the Last of Us TV show, which I started mm. watching recently. Oh, uh, I, sure. I picked up on. Uh, I guess we can extend to that. But I think the it it being a show now, it really gets to put those things more into stronger focus. So, like, sure. you know, the Bill and Frank stuff, I think yeah. is that I think, damn, that shit is like some of the best on screen romance, period. Yeah, they, they took I a think. thing that was in yeah. the game and completely like elevated it in a, in a yeah. way that the game just. Yeah could never really focus on because it was just because it's a game it's a game and you're playing as joel and exactly like we don't have time to stop this game for like two hours to do this whole thing yeah but you could dedicate a whole episode to that sort of thing and you can that shit that shit's beautiful dog master chief and cortana (laughs) i can relate okay i put a couple uh lucy what else did i put on that list Uh, you had a couple i had a couple of funny ones that i remember Jake, what do you what do you mean by that? Agent forty seven <laughs> in his briefcase. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, Majima and uh, Makoto. Oh, oh legitimately, yes. yes, legitimately. I think my fate, one of my favorite video, uh, video game romances is Majima and Makoto yeah. in Yakuza Zero. It yeah. is it's so sweet and so sad at the end in a way that's just like, oh, like because that's like his whole motivation in that game. Yeah, is for her, and I'm like, and then ah! it just and it's like because. I mean, it's it's sort of retrofitting because Zero had come out after five, so like Majima was kind of already established as a character in that line. But Zero was kind of, it it it's like how he became such a fucking like wild ass dude. Yeah, is because like his life was so fucked up back then. That mm-hmm. He said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be this I'm gonna be this I'm gonna become unhinged. the Joker. <laughs> I'm gonna be, yeah I'm gonna be unhinged, <laughs> and I'm never gonna bo- I'm never gonna stop bothering Kiryu-chan like." Uh, yeah, the evolution <laughs> of his character, like that's and like when you play Kiwami too, you get to revisit some of that stuff mm. as well. And yeah, it's uh, I I, lo- I loved seeing Majima in that context. Yeah. Uh, I think it was it's really sweet. And it's you know, really the sweet. whole story of Twenty Four Hour Cinderella is about yeah, it's about her. Um, it's good and, and his his feelings there. So uh, yeah, and and like we talked about how like uh, Yakuza's melodramatic storytelling really fits the kind of. Uh, the push and pull that they have in Majima's story and Zero. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? Undefeated mm. right there. I agree. You also got Phoenix yeah. Wright and Miles Edgeworth. Hell yeah. Ooh, Phoenix Wright and Edgeworth. Phoenix Wright went to law school just so that he could meet up and talk to Edgeworth again. That's not true love. I don't know what it is. Yeah. 
He made his whole personality. <laughs> uh, uh, there's nobody on this earth I would go to law school for. No, seriously. No. 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 Mm. Well, I mean. My parents uh. tried. <laughs> not even not even parents could shame you into law school. I hate to see it. Got to find your edge worth. Yeah, no. I mean, if, yeah. If anime girls are real, maybe, but <laughs> such is not the case. <laughs> well, I think it's going to do it for yeah. this episode. Yeah. Yes, Games from After Dark. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, you know, hey, go ahead and hit that sub like, button, like, like button, oh, sub button. Um, I, I can never get it right. We were talking about this. Got a review. We got a review. 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 Yeah, review. Leave a five star review. Five stars. Better send it to all your friends. Trust send me. it to your mom. No. Mm-hmm. Send it to your grandma. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Like yeah. No, send send Kurt's videos to to your mom because yes. that's his goal is that's to get goal, moms to yeah, yeah moms to like his really videos. Going yeah. to oh, that mom crowd. Yeah, like the young oh, gravy mom, mom of core. games. Kurt <laughs> 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 Kurt has definitely got the right charm for that too. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I wish him the best. Oh, Kurt, I miss you. He's yeah. just down the uh, road. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'll be in the office one of yeah. these days when, yeah. when you show up. And I want to want his high fives, his high kicks, and mm-hmm. I want to see Megatron and Lily. Oh, the little baby tigers! Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so cute. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, Lucy, where can lovely people find you? I'm Lucy James Games everywhere. Excellent. Like Majima Michael. everywhere, but at least James. Hey, mm. Lucy everywhere. Uh, you could find me and all of my bullshit at Michael P. Heim on Twitter, and I'm 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 everywhere. IG at Polygon Gamespot. Uh, uh, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Who? Kind of funny. What? No, what? I don't know. I don't know. Giant bomb. Right. Yeah, so you submitted your for uh, draft bomb. for Yakuza with subheadings. What is this? IGN. Damn. <laughs> Tamora went through and deleted damn. all those instantly. Yeah, I called them out. Like, I, I messaged Tamora and I was like, who, I was who like, does he ah, think he is? Ah, damn, I'm not submitting my, my shit to Tom Marks right now. So uh, shouts out to my boy Tom Marks. Hit me in my DMs. Thinks he's special. Yeah, wow. it's, I, I do. I do things this way. Oh, now. Yeah, you, you, you got to be careful. You know, you you're just gonna send that one email that's like, hey. IGN, I'd really like to review this and send it to us. And we're like, you know what? Yeah. You also tried to give Yakuza an 8.5, and we're like, we don't do that. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no the, the funniest shit is, you know, good, good thing you didn't have me on uh, the the Ishin review VO because at the end I would have said, uh, would have said, keep for it, everything else, uh, keep, keep it locked. Keep it, keep, it, keep, it, keep, keep it with IGN. <laughs> oh God, that's it. Uh, you can find me at Jacob Deck, and there is a lot of reviews this week yeah. and next week. Uh, some are already out. More are still to come. So, yeah, I mean, February is a big month. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to want to buy all those games unless you're made of money. Uh, so watch these reviews and figure out which ones you do want. <laughs> if, you if you are made of money, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me at John Luke Go check out the Destiny review. Or not review. Uh, I didn't review it. No, preview. Whoa. Embargoes. Uh, uh, check out the Destiny preview if you care about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and otherwise... Yeah, just just hanging. Yeah. Don't got much going on. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye everyone. Bye. bye.